look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back here with Dave and Faisal on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. Faisal, let's talk a little bit about um, about as we age, uh, it gets more difficult often uh, in, in making proper financial decisions, not just by educational, but by behavioral standards as well. Why is that? So the, the, whole, the whole issue here, when you look at the the behavioral side of things when you look at how people are investing it gets it gets really difficult from from an overall investing side and and people are looking at money how they used to look at money when they were accumulating yep. they're not looking at how they're looking at how they should look at money as they're as they're withdrawing from it it's very difficult for people to change that and behavior and, changes too right i mean as as you get older um you, we find, I mean, anecdotally, uh, we find that people's behavior, aversion to risk, all of those things uh, changes, right? And and they can become at risk of becoming myopic or very short-sighted in terms of their ability to handle risk, volatility, and so on and so forth. And that can be a problem. That, that can be a problem, absolutely. So there was an interesting white paper uh, that was written in it. it basically studying the published and also the emerging research on the different risks that retirees face um, with respect to finances and also some possible solutions that people like you and I in, in, in our industry can use to help them overcome some of these behavioral hurdles. And we're going to have the author uh, of this paper on in just a minute. But <clears throat> the start of the paper I thought was brilliant because I said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, <laughs> right? And that's a quote from Mike Tyson, of course. Um, but I think it also t- uh, speaks to some of the experiences that investors had, right? You get, you, get, uh, you get gun shy when you've been punched in the mouth. And we've had lots of examples of getting punched in the mouth and just in the last decade itself. So I think it's going to be interesting to talk a little bit about uh, how we protect ourselves against some of these behavioral risks. Uh, Michael Gilmet is Assistant Professor of Personal Finance, uh, sorry, Personal Financial Planning at Texas Tech University. He's also the author of the paper, Risks in Advanced Age, and that's the one I was just referring to. Michael, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So maybe let's just talk a little bit about um, a, a quick summary, an overview, a summary uh, of, of the findings. Uh, and I'm interested, I think anecdotally people would say, yeah, okay, I, I get that it's, uh, you know, as I get older, um, uh, it, it gets harder, and that could be for several reasons. But give us a high-level summary of what your what your research of all of the existing uh, research really concluded. Yeah, so as you said, I wanted to compile the research, both emerging and research that have been published, on a bunch of literature that risks individuals face as they get older. Because there's a lot of research out there, but it really hasn't been compiled. So some of the main things that we found or the fact that as old people age, they prefer greater certainty. Mm-hmm. So and that has big consequences, as you said, for the equity markets and how people prefer fixed income assets and annuities maybe more as, as they get older, because that provides more certainty. And there's also the issues of clients facing decline in cognitive abilities as they get older. And it's a, I'm not talking about Alzheimer's or dementia, it's just a natural mm-hmm. decline in our cognitive abilities as we enter our 60s. And that, uh, interestingly enough, is correlated with a decline in investment performance, also a decline in financial literacy skills, uh, which can be very detrimental, obviously, to retirees. So some of the things we talk about in the paper that would be important for 
older individuals to do is, is think about ways to maybe make their uh, choices automatic or and also maybe more illiquid assets. Again, I think I bring up annuities a lot in this paper, but I think they serve the purpose of making sure that you can't overspend or get caught up in a scam. Uh, and also just getting advice from a fiduciary that, that can act in your best interest and have somebody looking over your shoulder. And, um, other, oh. you know, other things that we... Yeah, I, I was going to say, um, I, I think that that's uh, really important. It's the combination of of having somebody there that you trust that's looking at the a more holistic, and you refer to that through the paper uh, um, often. It's not just about the stocks and bonds you own, but there's a more holistic view of the various asset classes that uh, that you own. But let's talk a little bit about, um, there's a couple things I was interested in. So uh, what are some of the, the preferences and biases that you, you typically see? Yeah, so we start off talking about, as you, as you alluded to, the, the tendency for people to be myopic or short-term focused. And, and this can be very detrimental. There's been a lot of studies out there showing that if you are more short-term focused, mm-hmm you're way less likely to invest in riskier assets like stocks and more likely to, to jump into things like bonds or even, even cash. So that, that's, that's a big one right there in terms of that, that myopic behavior. Uh, again, this, this I want to call it a bias, but this preference for certainty as people age is really big. And again, really you could think of that as people just become more risk averse. And if you, you know, if a financial advisor or an investor is not, cognizant of this, they may be in a portfolio that's, that's too risky for them. And if there's a decline in stocks, like there was in 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. and they're in, in a portfolio that's too risky, that can obviously be detrimental to their, to their long-term goals. Can I, so. can I just jump in there for a second? One of the implications, and Faisal, I, I think you'll find this uh, interesting as well. So there's a range, when, when, we, when we deal with clientele, there's a range of, of how people sort of monitor their portfolio literally from every single day is it going up or down a penny to people that really you know every quarter or every six months whatever the case may be they'll they'll check in but that kind of myopic behavior you identified specifically in the um you know in your uh, in your paper and i thought it interesting that one of the ways that you suggest uh educating clients about uh desensitizing themselves to this loss aversion is to report less frequently, not more frequently. Can you address that for a minute? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, anytime an, an individual an investor is, or if they're looking at returns, say on CNBC or, or Bloomberg Daily, right, that could be extremely detrimental because then things like stocks look way riskier than they actually are. So, and I've, I've talked to financial advisors about this at conferences, and, and the standard way that an investor gets a return, it's typically quarterly. So every three months they're getting bombarded with how their portfolio is doing. And there's really no rhyme or reason behind this. And, and really, ideally, if an individual could hold off on looking at their stock returns and bond returns every year, that goes a long way in helping to reduce that myopic or short-sighted behavior and focus on the longer-term goals. There's been actually research that shows that if you look at returns annually as opposed to, say, monthly, that you are way more likely to invest in stocks and be more comfortable with investing in stocks because they, they in fact, look less risky as you as that time period extends out. Until, until um, a crash like 2008, 2009 happens, and people who haven't looked at their, their portfolio for a year see that they're down 30, 40, 50 percent, and they freak out. And that's where I think a lot of people, as they age, 
want to have quote unquote more control over their their portfolio by viewing it daily and we have clients that do that and we've got clients who who look at their quarterly reports and want to see some sort of a assessment being done on a quarter by quarter basis um, those are the kind of things that they see that they're concerned that if they don't follow it that something could go wrong they have the ability to um, pull the shoot cash in their chips um, should there be a major drop in the market and and Michael, you speak to that as well, right? This this I loss do. aversion and and that very behavior about okay, let's go to let's pull it, go to cash, move away from the strategy, and ride this you know ride through the cycle can be very detrimental. Yeah, and I think it's important for financial advisors and any also individual investors when they're when you're investing in something like stocks and bonds, it's important to to understand early on. So if, you know, if an advisor is talking to a, a client about this before they even create their portfolio to to help them understand that you know for short term goals you know 0 to 5 years out really you're looking at it's, everything should be in cash or a cash equivalent to to meet those short term goals if you're looking at it and we call this a bucketing strategy mm-hmm. if you look at the that's that would be, that would be the short term bucket and if you have an, your other bucket that's the intermediate term bucket would be for goals 6 to 15 years out maybe for a child's education as an example and that might be assets like bonds Right, so a little bit riskier, but still not as uh, not as risky as stocks. So six to fifteen years out, and then for your goals that are fifteen plus years out, say something like retirement, you've got your stocks or your, or your riskiest assets. And I think being able to help clients frame assets in different buckets—the short-term, intermediate-term, long-term buckets—helps them, un- you know, understand and get a long-term perspective that hey, stocks, commodities, those types of uh, investment classes are for the long term, and and that's why when a 2008-2009 rolls around, if if they've got that long term mentality, and if the advisor has helped shape that behavior early on, before a crash happens, that they'll be much better positioned. You know, we saw in, in 2008-2009 that relatively quickly, within a, a two year span, that equity markets started to turn around, um, and and you've seen that in, in the past as well. So if, if clients can, if clients can take a long term perspective. Yeah, and their advisors can help them do that. It can go a long way to, to keeping them in a, in a portfolio for the long run. Michael, we're, we're going to leave it there. That's a fantastic spot to, uh, to, call it, uh, to call it a day. I want to thank you for your input and a really interesting white paper. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. We've been joined by uh, Michael Gillamet. He's an assistant professor of personal financial planning at Texas Tech University, also the author of the paper, Risks in Advanced Age. Now, it's kind of funny, that four buckets. Does that sound familiar, Faisal? Very familiar. <laughs> Are so, we going to talk about something like that? We're going to talk about the buckets. And, and this this concept of two major buckets of the four that we're going to discuss in the in this session on Tuesday, July 25th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits, we're going to talk about how you get income. We're going to talk about how you can grow over the long term so you don't have these issues. We're going to show you the mathematical formula on how to bulletproof your retirement. Again, on Tuesday, July 25th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op One Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seat. So please give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. Ever thought about um, about retiring to some place that's nice and warm, not necessarily the United States? Well, if you have, then stick around after the break. We're going to talk about the 2017 list of best places to retire abroad and what you should be thinking about if you're considering doing that. You're on Newstalk 770 and more than money.
David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.